Today's episode of Lions of Liberty contains a little bit of adult language and a whole lot of fun. So hi, the kids. Grab yourself a drink and enjoy the show. Can you just hear Tom Woods saying, when you're an Austrian scholar, they'll let you do anything? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Clare. Welcome, 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 my Liberty Lions, to another edition of Lions of Liberty, your home as always for great and sometimes fun conversations about the ideas of liberty. And I'm pretty sure today's is going to lean towards the fun side. In today's episode, the 265th episode of this program, which means that you can find today's show notes featuring links to all sorts of stuff over at lionsofliberty.com slash 265. And we're going to have a great one here today because I've gathered a few of my Lions of Liberty co-founders here, here on Thanksgiving Eve to, you know, look back, look back at the the year in Liberty and maybe discuss some things that we give thanks for. So first, I'm going to go ahead and bring in Lions of Liberty co-founder, the host of the weekly Felony Friday, my man from Pittsburgh, PA, John Odermatt. What's up, you crazy cat? What's going on? See what on? I did there? Crazy cat? Crazy lion? I did see what you did there. You kept the whole feline theme going. I like that. There you go. Yeah. That's my new as... thing. I'm gonna, I might start calling everyone crazy cats. Animal plus adjective? I'm in. I don't need I don't need to hear anything else. I think that'll work. That's our next podcast. Animal plus adjective. Uh, <laughs> well, what's going on there, Odie? Are you, you feeling thankful at all for liberty here in this in this 2016? Or, or are you feeling, I don't know, what's the opposite of thankful? Not uh, you know, unthankful? I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely, definitely thankful. Um, I'm thankful. Thankful for having a uh, a liberty view of the world where I can take in this whole catastrophe of an election and look at it through a liberty lens. So I'm glad I'm not tied up in one of the two uh, sides of the duopoly. So I'm liberty lens for my sanity, I guess. That's going to be our, our liberty themed uh, glasses company that we start up soon. So <laughs> please, nobody steal that idea. We're it, we need the money. So you'll be happy to know I'm not drinking a fruity drink tonight either. What are you drinking over there? I I have to admit that you know I'm not drinking because I have a weird schedule. Even even, even when I'm ha- trying to have a Thanksgiving uh, Eve podcast, you know, I still have to, to head off to work pretty much right after this. So that's oh, my that's shame. That's but a shame. I'm, this, I'm drinking this a crushing uh, capitalist. If the, if the dollar wasn't being inflated so quickly, I might not have to hustle so much for, for the dough. But, you know, it's true. It's true. Those crazy bastards of the Federal Reserve. They never sleep. They never sleep. But no. I'm drinking a uh, Southern Tier IPA. Southern Tier IPA. It's delicious. Right. Delicious. It's Let, uh, less very... fruity than your last several drinks. So. Yes. It's very, very hoppy. Very hoppy. Very hoppy. All right. And I'm also going to bring in my other Lions of Liberty co-founder here. Uh, he is uh, most recently known as the regular host of Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood, which just aired its final segment recently since the Johnson campaign is no more. Uh, but there's there's more to come ahead from this guy. He is Mr. Brian McWilliams. Hey, everybody. Great to be back on the program. He doesn't normally sound like that, folks, but he likes <laughs> to experiment with new voices uh, almost every time. I'm auditioning constantly for voiceover work, none of which has ever come through. You got that Lions of Liberty gig. Hey. <laughs> and that's really paying the bills. It's keeping me in, in the best meth I can find on my street corner. Hey, it's better than nothing, you know? That's a fact. How about you? Are you feeling in the uh, the Thanksgiving Liberty mood in this this effort reeling I, from this election here? In a way, you know what? I, I'm most, I hate to say it, but I'm most thankful for um, For Gary Johnson? The tears. The tears. No, definitely not. No, the tears of, of all of the liberals who look down upon everybody else in the world this Select. Oh, who's that? Who is that? 
beer and bukkake. Who wants to chat? <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's happening again, guys. It is happening again. It's th- our friends from the Johnny Rocket Launchpad. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad. And now, here's Johnny. Rocket here at the Johnny Rocket Launchpad, always launching ideas in your direction. America's only rock and roll libertarian radio show. Here are my co-host, Mr. Kurt Nelson. <laughs> yes, sir. The voice of reason, the beautiful Heather Nixon. Hello, how are you? And we're here at the Lines of Liberty. Yeah! It's <laughs> a lot of energy. Wow. I've had six coffees today, so that's my excuse for the energy. Yeah, right on, man. Doing all, all right. right. So we showed up at the party. You, I got the. I totally forgot in we invited you guys. When did we do yeah. that? Last year? It's because we, we said did it last year, too. I think it was right at the end of the, uh, the Bukaki show last year. I thought what that was you? one of those like vain gestures, like, oh, yeah, come back next year. I didn't know you were just going to show the heck up. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, you were was... hoping we forgot, right? Oh, man. It's a little. I mean, I would have bought more booze, is all. Gesture. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This was for last year. Oh, I, I got oh Johnny, yeah, come on, sorry, man. guys. I'm sorry. Well, hey, we, we brought some beer. Do you mind if we hang out with you for a bit? Uh, well, you said the magic words, Kurt. You brought some beer, so you're good to say as far as I'm concerned. We brought a 12-pack of Stella it runs Artois. Uh, delicious. All right, it's going to be a short show, but okay. I, I brought a green beans casserole. Yeah! <laughs> and the onions look great on see, that. I now, see you did the trade joke, style. I remember Beautiful. requesting that last year, so I'm, I'm glad. And um, as you know, John Odermatt uh, here, he had a child in the last year, so he's officially a domesticated man now. So uh, I've got him in the kitchen uh, cook, cooking away for us this year. Heather was so, based so in away, nice to cook based in away. <laughs> well, the basics. So we had Heather cook last year, so John's doing it this time. Based in that turn. Right on. Right on. <laughs> so, what are you guys? Are you guys happy that Trump won, or are you more happy that Hillary lost? Yeah, I wouldn't phrase it. Yeah, I would phrase it more the second way. I'm definitely happy that Hillary Clinton <laughs> is not president. Uh, I can't say I can't say that the reason she's not is going to be a good thing. I mean, that's uh, that's a tenuous situation. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Agreed. There. Yeah. It's it's more just uh, Hillary was such a horrible option and just all of the rhetoric coming from all of the Democrats that I'm friends with and that I see online. Yeah, we live in L.A., so we're surrounded by them. This is a liberal uh, playground and and a fantasy land. Just I'm glad that she didn't win. If even if Trump's the president, I I have to say it's a little bit nice to see a a nice smack on the ass, a little bit of come up and saw those people that talk down on everybody for so long. Yeah, I'm with you. And and I need to put out there because last year on our Thanksgiving Bukaki, I predicted that Hillary was going to be the president, and I admit I was wrong. I did not oh, see this coming. Oh, I wasn't going to bring that up, Heather. Oh, and, uh, and who, did, who did Johnny Adams predict? One. I remember this one. Who did Johnny Adams predict? Uh, I don't know. Ted Cruz? Was it Ted Cruz? <laughs> it, it, was was, Ted Cruz. it was Ted Cruz. It was, was Ted Cruz, really? And, and it was like a, at a time, though. It was like it was getting close. It was between excuses, Donald excuses. Trump and Ted Cruz. And it was. It was like, I don't, honestly, I think Ted Cruz would have been better than Trump. Were Odie and honestly. I already calling Trump at that time? I think so. We were close. I, I don't know so. if we officially I, put our confidence in it, but I think we were leaning to, that way. 
I thought that I thought it was Mark, but I might be wrong. Somebody said that they thought I was right, but I can't. I thought it was Mark. I would never say that. First of all, we'll have to break it out. It's so long ago now. I'm just I'm just shedding a tear because God, it's been over a year that we've been doing this. This exact same thing talking about the candidates. Thank God it's over. That's a I am especially thankful because I am no longer working for the Johnson campaign. So I can now speak my gosh. Mind. She was yeah. actually working. No, she's been Johnson. She's been set free. That's she right. has. Except for the contract. I did get a letter from the lawyer saying that the terms are still under perpetuity. So I still can't say certain things. I, I'm not supposed to say anything bad about anybody involved in the campaign. But well, that's no fun. So, so does that mean you can't say anything bad about Gary Johnson forever in perpetuity? <laughs> I, I'm going to have to look it up. I, I Somebody said it was two years, but Sounds I did like a, have a, a lawyer very say very anti-libertarian contract. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. That ain't right. Well, yeah, that, I mean, was, that was Weld. No, it was actually for. It was Ron Nelson. <laughs> oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so we're going to have to edit that out now because... No, um, no because I have a lawyer who said she'll defend me. Oh, yeah, okay. We're, we're going to fight well, for I mean, Heather's well, right to talk shit. Yes. Well, see, the thing is, man, she was holding her tongue every time we talked about Gary Johnson. I'm like, I would bash him, and then Heather would just be like, no comment, until the <laughs> campaign. So our last two shows, she finally had the opportunity to come out and say, hey, fuck Gary Johnson, basically. No, I actually said fuck Bill Weld. Yeah. Yes. Well, fuck, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck Bill Weld. I just feel bad for <laughs> Gary. Yeah, My apologies to the like Weld the, family. Yeah, he's like a little, Gary's like a Forrest Trump, uh, Forrest Gump, you know, we just feel bad Forrest for him. Forrest yeah. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> How has nobody made that satire film yet? That, that no, he's the Forrest Gump, but nothing good happens to him the entire time. He just runs and runs. Oh, well, he does do it. He, runs, he literally is climbing mountains and doing all that shit. He's doing it. He's literally, he's living the Forrest Gump lifestyle, but he's not meeting anybody of note and doing anything that's good. No, <laughs> he can go back to smoking weed again, though, now. What do you mean go back to? <laughs> he never he stopped. Gary Johnson has been smoking. He's like, well, I haven't smoked weed in it was like six, six weeks. Months, it's six it's weeks. always been six it's weeks. It's been six weeks the entire campaign. <laughs> God. So I don't know who he's fooling. But you know what? I think if the Libertarian Party had elected or had nominated Rand Paul, I think the Libertarian Party would have won. Well, he's how, a Republican. How would that happen? That's not even an option. It's nice to have little little fantasy. It's like fantasy football, you know, like fantasy politics. That's exactly what it is. Well, if you drafted Rand Paul as a libertarian in fantasy politics, you'd fucking lose. So <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't see the field. <laughs> well, that's one of the questions I was wondering, though, is if, if you think there's any chance Rand Paul now seeing what he's seen will be like, well, Jesus, I could easily get the libertarian nomination if I wanted it, even if I don't get the Republican no. now, slam dunk. Absolutely not, because he's a, Republican. Do it. he's a Republican senator. He's not and leaving he the GOP. He would have won this year, I guarantee it. No. Would have yes, won walking away. On that. I, I don't think he would have won. You mean the presidency or the nomination? Pre I'm talking presidency. <laughs> no, he I talked, wouldn't. Even Come Democrats would have uh, voted for Rand Paul. Oh, just no. no, Democrats would have voted for Hillary Clinton if it if it meant slicing their own wrists and, and drinking their own blood. I would have to agree with that. Have told me they would vote for Rand. They lied to you. Because Clinton is awful. Even to them, she's awful. But they had to they had to force it down their gullets. Yeah, but the liberals would have to deal with all that freedom that Rand was talking about. They hate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not good. That's no, that's not good. I don't know. Being uh, playing fantasy politics, then. 
I think Rand has an opportunity next, you know, next election, 2020. I think he could do good. And if even if he ran as a Republican, I think he's going to generate a lot of support, much more than the, the, the only way that would ever happen is if some they decide to primary Donald Trump. And that would only happen if I mean, it's possible he could be such a disaster that he's polling at like 10 percent and the GOP turns on him. But if the GOP turns on him, they're pushing a neocon. They're not pushing Rand Paul because it'll be the yeah. revenge of the neocons and Evan McMullen and all the other neocons will be will Bill Crystal all be mm-hmm. gathering and, and just you know chomping at the bit to take him down. But then they're not going to be sure. looking to Rand Paul as their as their savior for Trump. So I'm color me skeptical as much as I love the fantasy. You know what? Trump Trump's also the oldest president that's been elected, right? Isn't he? Because he, he might he might die. Yeah, yeah. He would literally he, he may could. die in office. He's seventy years old. He's also like the healthiest president ever, though supposedly he's never had a drink, never had a drug. I don't know. I think he's going to be fine. Well, that means the stress will kill him. You need both of those things to survive. That's what grabbing the pussy's for. <laughs> hey, I, think- I'm just quoting the man. I'm just telling you, Obama has drank so much vodka, it's actually bleached his hair. That's why his, it's going white. Every president. <laughs> that's, why, that's how it happens. No, don't you think, what do you think they, they would put someone like Paul Ryan out there? Oh, yeah. see, that would be good establishment. I could right see there. it. I, I really, I can't see them primarying Trump, even if he's at 10%. It would t- I mean, it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so it's, it would be unprecedented. Unless he, unless he quits because he can't take it. Yeah, yeah might, actually, that, that might happen. He might or quit. I could say, I'm saying like, you know, I had my term. I had one term. I just wanted to do this, and uh, and I've, I've set the country on a different path, and now I'm going to go back and you know do my thing. Do you think Gary Johnson lost though because he's so athletic and fat people are offended by him? <laughs> yeah, is this rocket fire yet? <laughs> I need more thirty seconds. Was wearing moo every time she's like, that's I'm right. She wanted to fit in. God damn it! <laughs> uh, can we talk for a minute about those horrible outfits? By the way, what the hell were they? People were comparing to the Kim Jong Un outfits and all this other stuff. But I just, I'm beyond confused by him. To me, it's just like she was kind of like basically Kool-Aid man half the time. Kool-Aid man out, but burst on the stage and then expected to win. And I'm, I don't know. I just don't get it. Oh, yeah. well, I, she was just trying to cover up her fat ass and there was no other way to do it. I guess it's all, it was all the one color every time. It was literally a monotone outfit. Like she had the gray one on. Burlap. That was the big, that was the one they used in all those Photoshop memes is her next to Kim Jong-un. Right. <laughs> her in that damn fucking muumu gray you know potato sack I, yeah potato sack thank you yeah, yeah like exactly it's like jesus christ it's like wear a dress wear a fucking dress what's wrong with that well i want to be a president i don't really I want have, to see her a in a dress either dress. though so maybe it was fine maybe well, you know what? well here's a good question that here's here's a question for heather as the only uh, female uh, anatomy person on this podcast do you think there's any relevance when people say that hillary clinton should she have been a man would have won over trump in this election that's really hard because hillary is only where she's at because of who she was married to i really truly believe that i would say maybe if she hadn't tied her aspirations and career goals to a man, maybe she would have been done better in her career. But instead, she tied herself and hung on to Bill's coattails. But I don't. I don't think. I actually think that people would have gotten hard on her, gone harder on her. Hey now. With <laughs> whoa now, yeah. this is a bukkake. No. This was a family show. Just kidding. 
<laughs> right. I think that a lot of people gave her a pass on some of the things she was accused of because she is a woman. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. Good with answer. That. Good yeah, answer. I agree. Good answer. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I've well, seen yeah. a lot of people yeah. on Facebook, which is of course the social uh, platform to air all grievances about anything, saying that you know, oh, sexism played a part. But I, I tend to agree that I think maybe people were saying, well, I'll, I'll let it pass because I want to see a, a female president for the first time. So I've badly. seen articles saying uh, white women are misogynists and don't know it because they didn't vote for Hillary, so they don't know. They don't even know how misogynist they are. And I just right. my brain saying explodes. That too. I mean, that's misogynist to say that women are so stupid that they could they can't possibly know what what decision they're making here. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick commercial break for our sponsors, so we're gonna be right back. Hey guys, this is Roger Paxton, and if you're fed up with the government running every single aspect of your life, but you're not listening to the Lava Flow podcast yet, then what's wrong with you? Check us out at thelavaflow.com, or just go back to sucking up to the government. The Lava Flow podcast, striking the root every single episode. This is Chris Spangle, and I am the host of We Are Libertarians, which you can find in iTunes, Google Play, or at wearelibertarians.com. We are a podcast that brings you all of the irreverence that modern politics deserves by examining current events from a libertarian perspective. So please, check us out at wearelibertarians.com. Hey everyone, the Johnny Rocket Launchpad is Liberty. Each week we strive to bring you the best guests in talk radio. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad delivers weekly interviews of noteworthy politicians, experts, and activists. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad is bringing the party to the Libertarian Party and launching ideas in your direction. Check us out at johnnyrocketlaunchpad.com. You can hear me, Kurt Nelson, and the beautiful Heather Nixon talk about the ideas of liberty. Rock and roll. Anyways, that's Johnny Rocket. We're back with the Lines of Liberty here at our Thanksgiving Bukaki, our second annual celebration. It's it's, it's, a it's tradition. tradition now. It is a tradition. It's tradition. We're here with Mark Clare. Hello. Mark. Hello. John Odermatt. Hello. And Brian McWilliams. Hello. There you go. Anyways, that was the launch pad. Uh, we're glad that we still have a podcast, for Christ's sake. And we want also want to thank the Lines of Liberty for coming on the show. So thank you guys very much. Well, I'd for like allowing to thank... us on their show. Or... Yeah. yeah. I'd like to thank you for coming on our show, Johnny. <laughs> well, thank you. I think You're we welcome. Went, we went through this last year, too. Yeah, it was all confusing. It was Fuck weird. It. Who knows? What show am I on anyways, right now? So John, this turkey tastes great, man. Why are you eating Thank it already? You. I thought it was still basting. No, well, no I just I, I ripped off a little ripped kitchen. off a little piece and I you know I slid it over to Johnny. Oh, okay. Let me try it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, See, John, the you you gave Johnny a piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a go. It's this is the bukkake double down turkey that John is making right now. So it's fantastic. I just want to say it's really good. At the top of the show, he was uh, he was basting his ass off in there and uh, it paid off. Hey, we it just fucking paid off. We showed up. We just, we just busted up. through a wall, if yeah. you call that showing up. Okay. Yeah, I bust down the wall. Anyway, so we're talking about fairness and how the left is pissed off that Trump had won. So we were having this discussion. I think it's ridiculous because here's the thing. I think if the left would have won, the right wouldn't have done anything. There were people like okay. effigies of Obama and saying, not my president then. It's not like, I mean, but that's just, that's extreme. There's extreme elements well, on well, both sides. Was that sides. here or was that abroad that no, people here. were burning Obama no, that was, effigies? That was here. I mean, 
there was a backlash to Obama, but I think this is, this is much more significant. And I think the difference is this isn't going to go away because these people, a lot of these little liberals literally think that 40 percent of the country is racist now. I mean, or yeah. racist or misogynist yeah. or sexist. They're self-hating Man, Hispanics just, I, and self-hating women. Saw a comment uh, the other day uh, on our little neighborhood site about some somebody drove by this lady that was walk, walking her dog, a uh, black lady, and uh guy drives by, shouts the N-word uh, out, out of a window, and there's this huge thread on it about how, oh, yep, that's because Trump's the president, and uh, now you're going to be seeing lots more of that now. Uh, you can thank Trump for that. Jesus. Like, what? All yeah. racism is Trump's fault now? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I, God, I had the exact same conversation with a friend of mine who he posted this whole big Twitter compilation of people saying, oh, well, I got you know this, I got called this, and somebody somebody told me, uh, you know, get out of here, darky, or whatever the hell they said. And exactly, racism goes on all the damn time. You go on Twitter any day of the week, I guarantee you it's can all over the place. 15, yeah, 15, and plus also a lot of the stuff that they've been posting is old. It's all bullshit anyway. You know, it's like from five years ago, and they're just pulling, they're they're cherry picking things that are old news stories and bringing them back. And there's well, been a I, lot of a lot of fake stories too that have been going around. I mean, literally people that have made that we have been exposed as making up stories um, that, you know, this one uh, woman, I don't remember the college, but she's already, uh, I think, facing some uh, troubles. I think she's facing charges, actually, for making up a story about being attacked and, and having her job ripped off and tr- people sure. yelling like, Trump's America, or like, I mean, I'm not saying there's nobody that, that does something and then invokes Trump. They might be, but, I mean, come on. You can't blame him for every racist thing done or said in America, especially when, guys, please tell me I'm wrong about this. I'm, I'm still waiting waiting for someone to tell me why Donald Trump is specifically racist. He's he has a lot of policies I disagree with. Uh, he might be nationalist, but I still have not seen something that tells me this guy is 100% racist and this to the kind of extent that to cause a wave of of racism across America. I agree. Yeah, and to go t- uh, to the Johnny's point about we wouldn't see this sort of backlash, I don't think we would see organized protests from the right. But when I was making phone calls for the Johnson campaign, I was calling Alaska specifically, and I had a couple of people answer the phone and say that if Hillary won, there was going to be a bloody revolution. And that kind of scared me because the people on the right have guns. So the people on the left, they're just like pooing on signs in public and <laughs> and, and that sort of thing. So I almost prefer it. I have a buddy, and he's a good guy. I think he means well, but he's sitting here going, now that Trump won, I'm going to every Muslim I know and every black guy I know, and I'm just telling him I'm so sorry. I'm not racist, and I'm sorry how, for how you feel. What the fuck is that? I'm, just, I'm fucking not kidding. I'm like, it's ridiculous. Are you fucking stupid? No, you're not racist. I don't think majority of the people who voted for Trump are racist. There could be racist elements in there. I don't think this is a thing where everyone's getting together saying we're voting for Trump because we're racist. I don't think that's the message. The, the and, guy but in, he's apologizing. The guy in Michigan who lost his factory job ten years ago and still can barely get by and has ba- has barely you know made his way since then uh, while his kids are are living on the couch because they have a, a degree they can't do anything with and then debt mounted up to their ears. That guy is is voting against Hillary Clinton and for the one person in this entire campaign besides sure. Bernie Sanders, even though I disagree with him on a ton, the one person who's offering something drastically different uh, in their approach, in their politics, in their message, and everything. And sadly, it wasn't the libertarian offering 
that drastically different platform, and and that's the saddest thing about all this. The Libertarian was offering milk toast, Republican light, half liberal, squishy wushy bullshit, while Donald Trump is offering something drastically different. It's something Don't drastically back, different, Mark. bad. But... And the Libertarian was vouching for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah, that... yeah. 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 That's bullshit. The total bullshit. Well, I I can say this that the campaign conference calls after he made those comments that was pure entertainment let me tell you it it really was just horrifically sad because you would see gary come on and he would he was he would you know say anti-trump things and they were putting things on the website that were anti-trump and then well just went completely against the campaign message and he said they were putting things on the website under his name that weren't representative of his thoughts and he basically just shit on everybody that volunteered for him and put their hopes and time and energy to him and that was the most disappointing thing bill weld shat on the gary johnson campaign son he did he did publicly (laughs) yes Yes, on TV, which was just an atrocity to the libertarians. A lot of these libertarians have put their heart and soul into going anything but Hillary, yet he vouches for, you know, which is a kick in the teeth, guys. And well, especially the worst when you're trying is... to reach a certain campaign point or a certain polling position so that your party will get uh, funding, which debate whether or not we've taken it. But you need to make a, uh, you know, it's a stand, taking a stand saying, look, third parties are viable. And Bill Wald's out there basically saying, go vote for Hillary, don't vote for Trump. You know, he's sure. throwing up the yeah. white flag a week before. For the camp for the election. That's just insulting. He couldn't even yeah, say he couldn't even say he supported Gary Johnson for president. He couldn't even say it. I mean, on um, yeah, that, that same appearance. True. I mean, he sort of like said, "Well, of course, I also think Governor Johnson would would do pretty well." And and you know, despite the Aleppo thing, he even brings up like the Aleppo thing as if to remind people out there of, of that. I mean, why is your vice president doing that? So, I mean, okay. to me, it's so obvious he's he was there as a plant um, from some Hillary establishment kind of people. I don't know who. But come on, the guy's a joke. He was never there to be a libertarian. Here's the thing. Gary Johnson should not have brought up Aleppo ever again after he made up that fuck up. He should have forgotten about it. Never bring it up. I'm having an Aleppo moment. Everyone's like, this guy's an idiot. Here we go. This guy's a fucking retard. <laughs> Don't bring that up. Well, I'm, I'm running an honest campaign. Well, fuck your honesty. Don't tell people you're stupid. Point blank. <laughs> There's a difference Don't do between, that. The difference between honesty and stupidity. <laughs> Don't stupid. do that. Yes, it was stupid. Don't publicize your mistake. But it worked for Trump, though, so well. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, it's Johnny Rocket here at the Lines of Liberty. Give it up. Yeah. We're going to be right back with Rocket Fire. And I'm sure they got something else called Cat's Cradle. Yeah. We'll be right back after this commercial break. And guys, I have purchased my own health insurance for the last decade, and I saw firsthand how prices just skyrocketed after the implementation of Obamacare. Suddenly, I found myself with huge premiums, huge deductibles, and being told that I have to buy this specific insurance or I'm going to get fined. I realized right away that this was a scam and that I needed to seek an alternative. And I found that alternative in the concept of health sharing. This is an amazing legal alternative to Obamacare that allows people to share medical expenses with people of similar values. For most people, health sharing is a much more affordable option, and it's a lot less taxing on your soul than that corporatist Obamacare health insurance. And our friends at Health Excellence Select have put together the ultimate package to help you manage your health care. You can learn more by heading over to Live. 
lionsofliberty.com slash health or giving my rep Jeff Cantor a call. He can be reached directly at 440-283-6849. Be sure to tell him Lions of Liberty sent you. The Johnny Rocket Lunch Pad. And now, here's Johnny. Son of a bitch. Give me a drink. Hey, it's Johnny Rocket here at the Johnny Rocket Launch Pad. Always launching ideas in your direction. America's only rock and roll libertarian radio show. Here are my co-host, Mr. Kurt Nelson. Ha <laughs> ha, what's up, my brother? The voice of reason, Heather Nixon. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Heather. How are you? Super duper. How Fuck. are you? I'm fine. Getting full and getting drunk on the Stella Artois. Artois? Is this French bullshit? Belgium, uh, It's actually. Belgian. Come on, yeah. man. I don't know. 1366. I was about to agree with you that it was French, and then I was like, duh, no, it's <laughs> no, Belgian. No, it says it all. Belgium. Anyway, so we're here with the Lines of Liberty. We're talking with Mark Clare, John Odermatt, and Brian McWilliams. Thank you guys very much for coming on the show. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hey. hey wait, wait, that, I, I hear something Is that at the door. Is that the door? It's a beautiful day in this Liberty Hood. A beautiful day for a candidate. Would he be mine? Could he be mine? It's a Liberty Day in this Johnsonwood. A Liberty-ish day for a Gary. Would he be mine? Could he be mine? Come on. Johnny, get get you here closer. We get the door, bro. Yeah, I got it. God damn it. Fuck. Son of a bitch. Well, hey there, Johnny. Jesus Christ. What is you? It's fucking Gary Johnson. No, it's not. It's Gary Johnson at the door. It's me, Governor Gary Johnson. And Bill Weld. Yeah, I brought brought my my co-running mate, Bill Weld. Wow. Wow. This is crazy. We we heard you guys talking about us. Figured we swing by for a little Thanksgiving meal. Uh, oh well, man! Well, I, um, I I think we're almost out of weed, but uh, we do have some beer. No, 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 no. Hey, Kurt, I, I got I got no. about three percent of the popular vote. Did you see no, that? Yeah, it's yeah. Because but, of fiscally uh, conservative uh, but, and socially Gary, liberal. Gary, we, uh, Gary, you're a good guy. I really truly <laughs> think you're a good guy. Second. Gary, put the goddamn bong down. Where's okay, your listen. bourbon? Okay, Bill. <laughs> Bill. Stick your head in the fucking freezer, dude. Uh, no, I didn't never ask. Uh, oh, I heard they've got a great freezer here. Okay. Bill. <laughs> um, guys, guys, this is for libertarians only. I'm sorry. You guys are not invited. Yeah, I was just a libertarian. No, no you're not a fucking libertarian, Gary. Get the Can fuck, Bill. Get the fuck. First of all, Bill Weld, get the I, fuck out of the freezer. Hold on. Hold on. Guys, get Bill. Give I me go. the bottle. Get Bill. I'm only here to make sure that when the votes are counted, you voted for Hillary Clinton. No, Bill. Don't push me. Don't push me. Get out of the... Can I get some green bean casserole? Get out of here, Gary. God damn it, dude. Heather, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. Hold me back. Hold me back, Heather. Wow, that was weird. That was sorry, weird. Guys, that was Bill. Uh, that was Bill Well. Who man. invited those guys? Who fucking invited? I, I, what did I miss? Oh I God! Based in the turkey. What the hell happened? Ah, uh, you missed Bill Wells really? and Gary Johnson. I was about to throw down with fucking Well, dude. He's, did you see him walk into the kitchen, John? He's 
Drunk maniac, that guy. John. Can I can I tell you guys a really awesome story, just really quick? This is better than what just happened. Sure, it, it, is, wow. it is actually relevant. And I would have asked Gary to share the story, but but you guys kicked him kicked him out. I kicked him out there. Yeah, he was That's up in Seattle, and I ended up at a campaign dinner with him. And I said, very nice to see you again. I went down to Portland to watch you debate with uh, Austin. And he looked at me and he said, that Austin, he's the biggest asshole. (laughs) He did. He did say that. And it was so gloriously awesome. (laughs) That actually makes me like both Gary and Austin more. (laughs) That's fantastic. Wow. That's a great story. Interesting segue, though, into another question. Hugh Peterson. What about Austin coming up? What do we think of him? Where are you guys guys falling on Austin at this point in the game? Heather and I are split on this one because I kind of like Austin. I think he's more of a libertarian than Gary could ever be. But there's some things I don't uh, like about. What's that? So is Benito Mussolini. I mean, who's not more libertarian than than Gary Johnson? I don't don't think he... Low-hanging fruit. But no, I I think Austin's all right. I mean, I think he's okay. And I don't think he shares the same ideals that I do, but I think he's a lot more libertarian, I'd say, than Gary Johnson. Well, would he be better at communicating the libertarian message? I mean, Um, again, again, low-hanging fruit. I think so. I think he's a more charismatic guy than Gary. I think I'd have to agree with you there, man. I I came, like, at the convention, uh, Austin came off as, like, really, like, trying to be smooth, but, like, all kind of fake and shit. Uh, like, I, I, I didn't really like him, uh, to be honest with you, but, uh, and I was in the, uh, like, I was in the boat with everybody else who thought that Gary was gonna gonna get the uh, the libertarian message out there, sort of water it down a little bit, and uh, a pill that everybody could swallow, but obviously that turned out to be, I turned out to be wrong about that. At this point, I do think Austin uh, would get the, the libertarian message out better than Gary Johnson, though. Yeah. I definitely agree. How did Gary fuck up the message so badly? It's like, Gary, this is your second time around. Shouldn't right. you practice the first right. time when you lost? But, but the, better at this time. But, the, read two but books the thing is, though, in the meantime, in four years, to talk. Yeah, exactly. Economics in one lesson, and maybe. And maybe listen to a little Johnny Rocket and Lions of Liberty. You'll be good Bam. to go. Good to go. I, I'm convinced he didn't have, he, his goal wasn't to spread the message of liberty. I don't know what his goal was. I guess to sell a book. To sell this book. Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. The seven principles of <laughs> well, good government. And plus he got to, uh, he got to travel mouth. around the country on the donations uh, that were sent in. So, hey, he got all those free vacations. Yeah, yeah. It gave Heather a job for a little while. That's true. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Paying the rent. Pay a lot of Sherpas the next time he hikes a mountain with that money. <laughs> That's it. The next scandal to come out is going to be called Sherpa Cash. But the thing someone is, needs to write that book, please. The Johnson it Foundation. Is, it is out. super interesting if you go look at the uh, the FEC reports on how, where the campaign money went. And most of it went to Ron Nelson's, it's called Liberty Something Consultants. So it's an interesting read. Everyone should check it out. Anyway, so what we do here on the second segment is called Rocket Fire. What we do on Rocket Fire, gentlemen, I'm going to ask you a series of 10 questions. These questions will be politically related. And if you can answer these questions between 30 to 60 seconds each, you guys will get a no prize. Are you guys ready to play Rocket Fire? Yeah. yeah. And I believe we're all going to chime in a little bit on these answers, gentlemen. I think that's what we did last year. Uh, sure. We just can't be contained by one of us, but we'll... 
We'll give them quick. They're going to be so quick. You don't even know it happened. That's All what she right. said. Right on. Question one. Do you guys believe in Bigfoot or aliens? Ooh, um, Bigfoot. I believe aliens exist somewhere in the universe. I don't know if if I'm if that means yes or no, or do I believe they're visiting here? Bigfoot, I want to believe, but but I feel like they probably have one in a zoo by now, so I'm going to go now. Yeah, Bigfoot doesn't exist, just like the Loch Ness Monster doesn't exist. We would have found them, too many cameras, but aliens, both show. The universe is infinite. Come on. There's no way they're not out there. And probably, and they just found a signal they think might be the first signal that was sent inbound from an alien civilization. I feel like I see that story every year. Like, No, man, this is for reals. This, this is real. This, this is time. National Choir. Mark, it's real this time, bro. Right, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Real signal, real signal. Bigfoot, no way, not real. Aliens, I think aliens are actually in control of our government. Oh, lizard people. <laughs> All right. Question two. When a hot dog expands in a microwave, in which direction does it split and why? It splits on the facing down because that's where the heat is collecting and the moisture is collecting under the hot dog. Boom. Bam. Well, yeah, Boom. It splits down the middle and then like spreads outward, but I don't know why. And your questions are way funnier than ours. Sometimes the hot dog does split just on the ends, though. Just phrase on the ends. So that's because that's the weakest part of the hot dog. We all eat different kinds of hot dogs, apparently. Question three. How would you describe the color yellow to someone who is blind? It looks right. <laughs> well, that's a very good question. You know what? I think I describe it and just uh, just give them some snow with it on there and just be like, just go by smell, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd pee in a cup and say, smell this and picture it. Just you like it's potent out of your brain. Don't, you'll right. find a way to not recognize it. All right, question four. What state would you get rid of and why? <laughs> this is an easy one. New Jersey. Because it is the worst state in the union by far. You can't even drive through the state with a gun in your car without getting a felony. Oh, that's awesome. New Jersey that's is up damn, there, yeah. That's a damn good answer. What's, I don't know if I can top that answer. Maybe Rhode Island, because well, what's the point? <laughs> I got no beef on Rhode Island. I got yeah. no on Rhode Island, so I gotta man, I, I gotta stick with Odie's answer because I, I don't really have anything against the South or all the places people call ignorant. You know, states every liberal I know calls them ignorant. I I, I have fun every time I'm in the South, so I'm not gonna touch them. And yeah, New Jersey's the worst. You literally can't even accidentally drive through with a, a gun your license to have. They put you right in jail. Screw New Jersey. Wait, and can they, I think? Can and I they give us Chris Christie? Get him out of here. Can I make one for the future? Let's sure. say uh, California actually uh, secedes from the Union. That's what. I want to pick. Get rid of them. Oh, that would Whatever be cool. That's California decides to to leave the United States. You would get, get rid of yourself then, right? I'd move out, but then, yes, chop it off. Question five. Which two organizations are the most important to you guys? Lions of Liberty and the Johnny Rocket Lodge. <laughs> yeah. yeah! Good answer! <laughs> Do we count? Yeah, we're, 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 we're organizations. Sure. Anything else? Guys- no. I'm going to go with the same answer. <laughs> Final answer. All right. Bam. Question six. Why is there an interstate in Hawaii? Can somebody explain that? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, I didn't know there was. H1, H2, and H3. I didn't know that either. Yeah. There's an interstate in Hawaii. And nobody knows why here? Yeah, so almost Hawaiians can live under the interstate? Maybe, like, under the <laughs> so they can get government passes. funding. That's why. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. There yeah. is a tie-in pretty here. Shovel ready. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Question seven. What argument would you guys give to support or not support the U.S. Electoral College? Well, I don't think either popular vote or electoral college is the ideal way to run a country of 300 million people. But 
considering those two options, I do favor electoral college because I agree that New York and California shouldn't get to, shouldn't just because they have a ton of people living in in large metropolitan areas there should not be dictating life for you know basically the rest of the the middle of the country. I think that's true in both cases, which with which either way you decide it. But I think the electoral college does at least mitigate and give the, the people in those states a little bit more of a say. I concur. It's simply it comes down to you can't have all the decisions made by people who live a certain way, and that is city living. So yeah, I agree completely. You need to have electoral cards to kind of make sure that people have a say. You can't have one elite class or people that live in a certain specific manner dictate how all the laws across the country play out. I, I definitely agree, but I would say I think I would be in favor of if they tweaked it and sort of made it similar to the, the way the Republicans do it in the primary, at least this last primary, where it's fractional, like percentages of, uh, of electors. I mean, like different, it, like, like the entire state's votes would not go to just one person. Right, it would know? be split up I based on percentage, which God, I think yeah. if they did it that way during this last election, Hillary Clinton, actually neither neither candidate would have won. I think they both would have been short in the article I saw. So it would have gone to uh, would have gone to the House and Gary Johnson would be president. So. Bam. Do you think we would have a much more minarchist society if we never adopted the Constitution and we were under the Articles of Confederation? That's a tough too much turkey to answer this question on the fly. <laughs> I've had two 7% beers. I don't know if I can take this. I'll just say yes, uh, because I mean, the the U.S. Constitution did really nationalize the government in in many ways. Uh, It kind of did end up taking us, even though that wasn't really the intention, from a bunch of more independent states to a a more of a nationalist system, even though it really is supposed to be a federal system that that idea quickly dissipated. So I I, I guess I would have to say, yeah, we'd almost definitely have smaller government, but things could have gone in a different way and and been worse, too. I I can't say that that's... I'm 100% confident in that in that statement. Question nine. Can you guys tell us a clean joke? Does anyone know one anymore? Oh, I've got a great one. It's my favorite joke. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm going to default to Brian. Go ahead. I actually have two jokes, one of which you, you think get- is racist, but it's not. <laughs> Should I leave with that one? Yeah. Go, man. <laughs> All right. So so this uh, this black dude walks into a bar already racist. on his head, right? And uh, the bartender goes, Jesus, where'd you get that thing? And the penguin goes, Africa. They got millions of them over there. <laughs> Nothing about that joke is racist inherently. It's fucking racist, Nothing. man. It's bullshit. It's not racist That's, at all. I'm blaming that on Trump right now. God damn it, Trump. Damn I would have never Trump. told that joke before uh, a Trump president. That's funny. Anyone else? Yeah, another one about muffins, but we don't need to waste more time on it. All right, here we go. All right, question two. How do you guys feel about Spider-Man joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I'm thrilled by it because every Spider-Man movie has sucked for the last 15 years. And uh, <laughs> the, even the 20 minutes that he was in Marvel's Civil War, or Captain America Civil War, was the best Spider-Man I've already ever seen. So uh, I think Marvel and Disney are doing a good, really good job with a lot of these characters in these movies, and uh, I think he's in the right spot. I, I, I hope the, I hope no the fantastic Spider-Man goes. origin stories. Enough! <laughs> See it seven times! Shipped by a fucking spider! I don't need it anymore! I get it! I think people that read comic books are assholes. There you go! News on! It's Rocket Fire! Yeah. Give it up for a It's a liberty! Yeah! Anyways, well done, guys. Well any- done. Thank you guys for having this amazing meal here. This our, it really is amazing. Our really Thanksgiving bukkake yeah. with uh, the John. The green bean casserole. Mm, Heather, thank you. For right. That. And guys, Mark, you had something for us. Yeah, well, this is something we actually invented last year. I've only brought it back one time in that in that year, and that was uh, to grill Remzo uh, when he was on my show. Uh, but it is indeed time for the cat's cradle. Meow. 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 
<laughs> you don't keep cats out in the backs when you got us. Those were all legit noises you heard. Me. All right, same idea. You've heard Rocket Fire, folks. You know what's coming. Same idea, only a lot more meowing. Uh, we're going to start off. Do I have to bang the table like Johnny does every time? Question one. <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, no, see, only Johnny can bang the table, so you say question one and he'll bang the table. And then you have to go, bam, bam, boom, bam. Uh, go. Yeah. There you go. Let's try this again. <laughs> One more second, then I swear I got this. This is obviously an edit. Question one. Should the United States reinstitute a gold standard for its currency? Absolutely. I think we should because it's actual something of value that has some marginal utility and it could be broken down into smaller units and it will never lose its value unless we find an abundance of gold somewhere else. So that's my answer. I think we should go back to the gold standard. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I, I, I agree. Right, and plus we'll have to, uh, they'll send out people to mine, so the government will be creating jobs because they'll want to find more gold. So it's a government job creation tool. It's like the hard way to print more money. Yes. No. <laughs> Very nice. Meow. Meow. Right, question two. If you had two Pauls hitting on you at the same time, Rand Paul, Ron Paul, which one would you go home with and why? <laughs> Meow. I'm going with the younger one. <laughs> I'm going to say neither because I don't date Republicans. What are you going? What, what are they going home to do? Chat about Come Liberty on, Online? man. Come on. Read books. I would definitely fuck Ron Paul. Buddy. I love it. No, no. I mean, seriously, Ron Paul is the badass. I mean, I love that man. I thought you were going to be like, seriously, I'd fuck him. I swear to God, no, totally, no. man. But I, I I was just trying to be a, like a, a joke, but okay. I thought it was funny. Right. But yeah, I totally would fuck Ron Paul. Um, <laughs> 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 I take Ron and I take Sean Connery and I get myself in an old wrinkled sandwich. Bam! <laughs> right there. <laughs> Question three. In what ways do you think a Trump presidency will hurt or harm individual liberty? <laughs> well, considering that he wants to uh, keep going with the Patriot Act, he said he wanted to make sure that that's reinstated. I think that that's definitely a harm on personal liberties. Okay, I think he would help it by staying the fuck out of wars. I think I think his, or his foreign policy will keep us out of building the military industrial complex and i think we will stay the fuck out of other countries that we don't belong in so i think that is one thing i think good that will come from trump i think he's he's mushy too so any of the shit that he said he was going to do where we'd be like yeah like i'm going to repeal the uh the health care act he, now he's talking about well you know maybe not all of it uh you know there are some good things sure. and uh so you know i think go anyway yeah he's bullshit. I, I think it's a gamble at least we, See, at least I, we know i actually read the i actually read the question wrong i said hurt or harm i was supposed to say hurt or help but you guys knew that's what i meant to say wow like instinct we know. we know what you meant all right question four do you think the libertarian party is better or worse off now than it was before the johnson weld experiment i think that it's better off i think that at a minimum the i mean they did get a lot of news coverage they did you know you know, what are they at? Like pretty much 5% nationally. Um, so they definitely increased exposure. So I think people will be a lot more curious. Also, membership is up in national and also state party enrollment. So I think it has actually helped the party. 
I think it's hurt the party because I think that we have sold libertarianism as something that it is not. There's a lot of left libertarianism that is being introduced into the party, which kind of goes against everything that the libertarian party has proclaimed or confessed for all these years. So I do not, I think it's hurting the party in the long run. And I think if we get a new messenger, that would be great. I don't think the party is really there to spread liberty anymore. Kurt? I don't think I, I don't think it, it hurt the party as bad as uh, as libertarians might think. Just because I mean I know Democrats and Republicans that are out there going, well I know you're a libertarian, but uh, you're not. You wouldn't vote for Johnson, would you? He's not a libertarian either. Uh, so like I I don't think I mean I I kind of think a lot of people knew that he was a joke. There you go. Bam. Final answer. Bingo. All right, how about this? Uh, in a libertarian, private, property-based society, how would the issue of immigration be handled? Well, it depends. Are, you, are we talking anarchist or minarchist? Take it any way you want it. I think... <laughs> any way you want it. Okay. Um, I think, basically, we should have as much of a free immigration system as possible. So if we're a minarchist society, I think people should come over here. It should be easy. It should be quick. It doesn't matter where you're from as long as you're not a criminal. In an anarchist society, each individual state should dictate however they want to dictate that or individual communities or however you want to group people. But I think immigration is good and I think it's abundant to the community as long as you don't have the welfare state. I think that's where people maybe get the the message confused why some libertarians are cautious of having immigration. So I think it's wonderful if you want to build a community, you want to build, grow domestic product. I think it's fantastic. But the fear of terrorism is a hindrance, but I really don't think it's as bad as what people say. So that's my opinion. I think it's great. Let's do it. Let's do it right and make it fast. I think it should boil down to what what value are you bringing to, uh, you know, to the country or to the society? Uh, I think it's a simple answer and you know of course uh, as johnny said there's there are other concerns but you know like terrorism and whatnot but uh you know in a true libertarian society we're talking about what kind of value can you can you bring what are you going to do for the place and and uh you know why why are you trying to be here i think that johnny covered it pretty well and as far as the vetting process you know people concerned about terrorism i think like most people know i worked at the welfare office um and i dealt with asylees and prolees that were granted status who came, who were found in this country with actually no documentation no identification not even sure which country they came from so the vetting process is never going to be a hundred percent there's always going to be the chance in that but i do believe there should be open borders and it should be easy easier for people to be here. And if we didn't have the welfare state, there wouldn't be a problem. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Question number six. Now we've seen marijuana be legalized recreationally in a handful of states and medical marijuana in even more states. In what year, if you had to predict, in what year will marijuana be legalized and or decriminalized nationwide? 2025. I'm going to say 220. 221. <laughs> Like it. I can't wait until we come back and see who's closest without going over. <laughs> uh, should, should, the, should the three of us make make bets too, and then we'll see who's closest? One one dollar. Sure. One dollar. Yeah, that sounds good. Is it prices right rules, or are we just um, going? Closest? I, that's I, I sort of I reverted there. Sorry about that. I'm gonna go twenty 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 four. Okay. Go 2023. Oh, do we have and a 2022? 2022. Yes. Yeah, 2022. Yes. I, you know, I think Trump wants to do it, honestly, but I think that the Senate and the House both being GOP controlled is going to stymie that for a little while. I, I agree. fully I agree. agree with that. Absolutely. Fully agree. 
Absolutely. All right. Uh, Mark, you're next. I know. I know where I'm at. <laughs> We're taking too goddamn long. Ow! This is my house. I was just absorbing the depth of these, these answers. Uh, okay. Question seven. If Gary Johnson or a libertarian had not been on the ballot in 2016, who would you have voted for in a Clinton versus Trump matchup? And you are not allowed to vote for third-party candidates, and you are not allowed to say, I wouldn't vote. God. Very strict rules of placing on this one. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and I will man up. I will say that even though I think that she is a criminal, I would have voted for Hillary because I believe Trump is a joke, and he really is the the absolute illustration that our country is going down, the idiocracy that a reality star is our president. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I would vote for Trump because I hate that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Clinton? Always. <laughs> what about hey. Whoa. Zowie. Hey, you leave it out there. Hang I mean, if you hate wet. Trump, you should want to punish him by putting him in the White House instead of in his luxury, luxury like, <laughs> apartments right. for free. Oh, he's going to go ahead and live in Trump Tower anyway. All right, Kurt, yeah, answer is, the right? goddamn question. You know what? I'm, I, As much as I honestly kind of hate to say it, I, I would have gone Clinton, too, because Trump is a goddamn joke. She's not retarded is the only thing that she has going for her over over Trump. Like, she is not mentally disabled uh, as he is. All right, dude. That's all I've got. All right. All right. Brian, you're up. Brian, you're up. I know. That's why I'm talking. (laughs) If you could handpick the Libertarian Party candidate for POTUS in 2020, who would it be? Well, you actually, you know what? I'll tell you what. Tom Woods. Tom Woods. That's who I'd like to see as our, our, our guy. Tom Woods. He's smart. He he knows his shit. He's respectable, and he could convey that message of liberty. So I I think Tom Woods definitely. I would he would have my vote hands down. Yeah, and I'm right there with Johnny. We've actually had this conversation. I mean, he's squeaky clean. He drives a minivan. You're never gonna <laughs> dig up like pyramid of pussy comments. And he will not grab <laughs> pussy nor cats. Oh my god! If there was a Tom Woods pussy tape, I would lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tom, I hope you're not listening right now. But it would be, we love it would be so yeah. We love you, Tom. I I, that's definitely not a worry, I don't think. I don't think he's going to listen. No, I don't think so. Kurt? <laughs> I'm going to have to hold me up with my Johnny Rocket Launchpad guy people and go with Tom Woods as well. Bam, Tom Woods. Sweeping here. All the way around uh, the table. Like that, Can you just hear Tom Woods saying, when you're an Austrian scholar, they'll let you do anything? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number 10. No, this question is for Johnny nope. and Heather specifically. Nope. Question number nine. Number nine. Right. Did I say so 10? I meant nine. Yep. So go down a question because you're reading the wrong one. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Oh, I am. Okay. Oh, shit. You guys can edit all that out. (laughs) Question nine. Smack. (laughs) Wait, which question did you just ask? We will return to our regularly scheduled program momentarily. Please stay tuned. This reminds me of the podcast, our Halloween podcast, where he didn't realize he was asking questions 17 times. I sent out an attachment. I hope that's the one you're looking for. We expect to resume normal broadcasting shortly. No, I don't have an attachment. I'm looking at the list of the email. <laughs> it was in the email as an attachment. That's what they are. They're attached okay. to the email. I got it. Be sure to stay tuned for Jeopardy. Question number nine. <laughs> Who is your favorite supervillain? Fuck. I don't know. I'm going to have to go with uh, Magneto. 
just because I don't really know if he's really that bad. He's kind of cool where he could be good, but he is bad. But you understand why he's bad. So that's why I like Magneto. Do Heather and Kurt have opinions on this? <laughs> you know what? I don't so much have an opinion on that. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, it was a very Johnny centric question. Darth, Darth Vader. Oh, that's a good one. That's sorry. a good one. Yeah, good one. He's not that. a super villain, really. Though. Yeah, he is. He's got yeah, totally is. He's, he's totally, totally a super, super villain. villain. All right, sorry. I didn't mean to start an argument. <laughs> uh, Heather. Question ten: Is Darth Vader a super villain? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course he is. I have to refer to question nine. <laughs> Heather, you got anything? Well, no. no um, I mean, if I, I, if you're talking about comic books, I mean, I also love Magneto, but that's only because I love old gray-haired guys, kind of. But I also <laughs> love Gandalf. But you know, I was going to so say it had like, nothing to do with Johnny. Yeah, that's kind of a whole different thing. <laughs> why I love him. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. That's cool. Whatever. All right. <laughs> this took a go. Well, now. I think that you, I think you know that I love means... Ian. What? You know I love Ian. Ooh, I love and he loves Patrick Stewart. They're together. <laughs> that's why. That's why it's okay, though. Oh, All right. So great. Awkward. All right. Uh, By the on. way, how about this? They ever make a Ron Paul biopic? Ian McKellen as Ron Paul. Amazing. Wow. Good. Then I Who might take rank? Ron Paul home. Hey. <laughs> After <laughs> me, sloppy <laughs> seconds, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Not good. That ain't right. That ain't right. All right, let's do it. All right, question 10. Yay. This one's... This one's it's for Johnny and Heather, but actually, uh, I'd be interested in Kurt's opinion not, too. Now that I think about this, if the two of you, or I'm sorry, if one of you were to run for president of the United States, which one of you would run for president, and which one of you would be the first lady and or man? Well, actually, uh, I actually posted. I think it was it a week ago that we were actually running for president and vice president. So, if one of us like Belton Gary. <laughs> yes. So Johnny would be president and I would be vice president slash first lady. If that's very much house of cards style, only without all the murder and cheating. Yeah. And, four Kurt, spoilers. and Kurt would be secretary of uh, the interior. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Does that mean he's going to design your living room? What, what is that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we're going to go with sort of an off green here. over here and, uh, oh, lose that couch. Lose that couch. You know what? You in know that same vein, I got a special question then for Kurt. When is it a good time to start decorating for the holidays? All year, because I come from the trailer, and you can take you can take the motherfucker out the trailer, but you can't take the, the air trailer out of the motherfucker. Yeah, there you go, there you yeah. go. And thanks for giving me a question there too. I appreciate that. Yeah, just so Kurt yeah, can I mean, feel you know, left we gotta out. Give some love. Gotta yeah, give yeah, Kurt no, love. I appreciate that. He's Cheers. over there hitting play and Cheers. shit. Bam, America. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it was a pleasure having you step in once again to what's become a Thanksgiving tradition in the cat's cradle. That's awesome. Thank you very much for having us. I'm yeah, thanks for having us, man. Really. No, I'm just saying it's, it's too fun. Too much fun we all have together. It's we a do. good time. But before we all leave, can somebody look out the window to make sure Gary and Bill are waiting? Uh, are oh, waiting they're probably... Actually, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. My car's gone. Bill get a freezer? My fucking car is gone. God damn it. It's gone. Fucking Gary. Oh, no, it was bald. 
Oh, man. I th- Where's my keys? Where are my keys? I don't know, dude. Hold on. Just, I'm looking around. We, uh, we'll find him. I'm looking oh, around. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. Did Gary take your keys? I think he did. I think he did. Was that did. little scuffle on the way out the door? Yeah. Well, no, I was pushing Bill out. Well, it's... he kept wanting to stick his face in the freezer. Yeah, but uh, Gary kept coming back for that uh, that casserole. And yeah. it was, so had, I, think, I think he snatched my green keys. green in it. That's why. I think he snatched my keys. Is that keys. who came in the kitchen? That was Bill Weld. Who yeah. came in the yes, kitchen. sir. That's yes, sir. Snuck in. That's why I pulled him off. And you were like basting or something. And I, I was, was like. basting <laughs> away so hard. I didn't even know. You notice. were, John. And I, I was just notice. like, dude, I was like, get the fuck up, Bill. And then he was like, whoa. Oh. He was looking for a Bill bottle or some bullshit. Oh, Bill probably took the keys to jingle in front of Gary's face. You know, little baby tricks and get Gary to follow him out the door. <laughs> yeah, probably. And then, yeah. <laughs> they got out there and just stole my fucking car, man. Not cool. That ain't that cool, not cool. That's not cool. Uh, guys, thank you very much for coming on this Thanksgiving Bukaki special. Actually, we're honored to be on your show also. Yeah, yeah, that's more like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're honored to be on yours as well, because this is both of our shows, because we're all thankful for, for liberty and podcasting, so we come and celebrate together. Thank you guys for having us on, and thank you for being on the Launchpad, sir. And gentlemen. Anytime. Uh, and it's, it's been a blast. Yeah. So do, you wanna, do you want to send us off like we always send our our fans off? Can we can we do a Lions of Liberty send off here? Yeah, we can do it your way, man. Well, well guys, like it's, Burger it's, been King. A, it's been a blast. It's been fun. Even Gary and Weld, it was great having the, them stopping by too. The only thing I want to say to everybody out there is, of course, to live long and, and live, live free. free.